You filthy animals. <laughs> How my buddies over at the R2 Sonic Campfire doing today? Never know. Keep them warm. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. You guys should come. You're my good luck charm, man. I always catch fish with you guys. Is, is there room on the bus? Because I look at you guys, and the, the eight or nine of you guys impressed me a lot. You know, because I first Stop ran it. <laughs> okay. You know, no, go on. You guys. Um, I don't do advertising. You're not going to see me on billboards or in newspapers, classifieds, none of that. Well, yeah, there's that because, you know, you guys are awesome. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, that's comforting to know in case I say something stupid. No, no yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're like, you're hearing it. Real that's kind of our thing, so yeah. don't step on our turf. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> oh, man, I hope I, I hope I don't. What we're saying is actually new, so uh, that's why we're fumbling a little bit. But it, it's going to sound amazing. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Rutten River Pursuits Podcast. We are Reality Outdoor Radio, connecting you with the people, skills, and products that you can trust. You, you can, can trust, trust them. Mm-hmm. I'm Kyle, and who do I have with me at the table tonight? I'm Steve. I'm Will. It's Bucky. Hey, I'm Ryan. Gentlemen. Hi, Kyle. How y'all been? Good. I'm in rare form. Tell us what we're sitting I around. Heard quick. That. Uh, Will's waiting to just light it up. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Sonic Campfire. Whoa. That was hot. Holy bucket. I don't even think I have eyebrows now. <laughs> That's why you shouldn't be. I think, I, I think our guest just had to pull his chair back. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's what? it's, it's what? getting hot in her. Did I say guest? Did you, you did, buddy. What did you do? What do you got in yeah, store for what us? do you got for us, Let's Kyle? Let's keep the listeners wow. on hold for a minute here. Oh, you're so uh, close. Before we get to this Oh, that's right. Yeah, we yeah. need to hear from oh, We got a slow roll. Before Ryan. I pull the veil back. Oh, Ryan. Oh, yeah? Tell us about this month's sponsor. This month's episodes are brought to you in part by Protection First Class Outdoors. PFC Lubes were designed and developed to protect and lubricate your firearms, your bows, your tree stands, heck, all your outdoor equipment. What about fishing rods? Absolutely fishing rods, Stevie. You know it. No way. You know it. Guys, I'm telling you, this stuff was originally designed to use an automotive undercoating. Now, don't get more corrosive than that. I heard that. That's true. Hey, Ryan. Yeah, buddy. Does it leave a film or residue? Absolutely not, Brian. No film, no residue. This stuff isn't going to harm the bluing on your firearms, any other kind of finish you got on any of your other outdoor products. This stuff is the ticket. And what now? Wait. I bet it freezes. It does not freeze, Bucky. What? But there's one more thing I got to tell you about. This stuff will also act as a cover scent. You got how many, me. How many times have you ever taken a well-protected and lubricated piece of equipment in the outdoors? It stinks, boys. It yes, stinks. It Not this stuff. They got the earth and the pine cover scent mixed right into the lubricant. Wow. They Come on of everything. That's right, guys. Make sure you head on over to pfcoutdoors.com. Check out everything they got going on over there. Pick up some of that lube. It's the ticket. I love me some lanolin. We do love that stuff, yeah. don't we, yeah. Bucky? It's all natural. It, the, the way the snow has been going and the rain, it, you better it's have some. Nasty, yeah. yeah. I've been wiping it down on a pretty regular basis. I, yeah. I'll tell you what, I am impressed. What's that? That I was just watching the snowflakes and the rain just beat off my gun the other day in the rain. No kidding. Did you take a picture of it? I did not. That's mm. the lanolin. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle, you were saying something yeah. about this. 
yeah, this well, week's guest. You know, aside from PFC being you know a PA based company, mm-hmm. I've been loving PA based stuff lately. <laughs> We're making PA sexy again. It's the keystone of our podcast. Yeah. yeah well, let, I I see what you did. There. I did something crazy, nice. Stevie. What did you done do? <laughs> I went out and got another PA based guest. That's what I'm talking about. Tonight, oh, yeah. on the line, we have Mr. Dan Druschel, who is a outdoorsman extraordinaire. You ain't kidding. Who hunts, fishes, and even chases them on the hard water. Uh-oh. Welcome to the show, Dan. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. Good, buddy. Good to hear from you. How are Good. you? I'm doing okay. What'd you do today, Dan? I went to work. Uh, <laughs> wah, wah. Man's Much always like all getting all us down, isn't he? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, comrade. Dan, yeah. <laughs> Dan, before we get started, I want to touch on a really cool story that you posted on your Instagram page. Stock much? What? Stock much. You're stalking his Instagram. Oh. You're an Instagram stalker. Oh, oh. stock with an LK. Stalk. Stalk much. <laughs> he thought well, you're stalking fish. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking, no, I'll go stalk the trout. What? Yeah. Let's go what? stalk. Sure, whatever. Happen? Let's do it. Pheasants? Dan, before we get into it, let's. No time like the pheasant. No time like the pheasant. Can you <laughs> let our listeners know how they can follow you on Instagram so that they can see this picture of this, this buck? Yeah. It's uh, D Druschel 34. How do you spell Druschel? D-R-U-S-C-H-E-L. I would have never guessed that. It's How do you spell like it? sounds like phonics. I'd sp- like D-R-U. No, I wouldn't have got that. <laughs> Thank you for spelling it, Dan. All right. Well, you gonna... guys are in rare form tonight. We're, throw- out, Stevie. we're throwing spelling up there yeah. with math. No more spelling on the podcast. Smelling? <laughs> spelling. All right, Dan, you've been hunting deer for years, right? This isn't your first, your first hunting season. Yeah, I've been... I've been hunting deer, well, like actually hunting since I was 12, but I've been going since I was, I don't know, five or maybe even younger. Wow. Tagging, was, tagging along. So w- what, yep. What made this particular buck that you harvested this year so special? Well, this one was special because um, ever since my grandpa quit hunting, he um, handed me down his 270 and um i've been using it ever since and uh i've been trying to get a nice buck with it ever since and i haven't been able to get one and i finally was able to get one this year nice oh wow how long have you had that gun um i believe this is the 13th year all right so how many hours have you and that gun sat in a tree Mono e mono, or on the ground, or on the ground, but out in the woods. Every deer season for thirteen years. <laughs> how many hours? Like time. how many hours though? That like I'm just trying to think. Like, Some guys uh, get out the I'm, first I, I, I day. Wanna, yeah, I want to quantify like yeah, like in the you first spend weekend. a lot of time just hanging out with that gun and thirteen years. I know how much time I spend in the woods, and I only did a half season, and that was archery. Yeah. yeah, this year. This yeah. year. Yep. So he spent 13 seasons, rifle seasons, in in, in the woods. So that's just the, a the lot point of like... you're making is a long time. Right. 15 years a long time, right? And, you know, I'm trying to slow roll it for the guy a little I know. bit here, you know? Yeah. And, and, and you nailed that. 
because Dan's like, you know, uh, this gun of paps and did it, and he got it right there. And I wanted, I want to put the brakes on and feel it a little you bit. You are, yeah. Though. You're doing yeah. it. Thank you. I really doing I would, it. I would, uh, I'd be willing to bet, Dan, after 13 years of trying to get it done with this gun, you probably know every little curve in the grain of the wood on that stock, don't you? Yep, I do. And that this year, actually, I, I decided that this was going to be the year regardless because at the beginning of the, well, it was actually during bear season, I noticed that the screw for the sling was starting to get a little bit loose. Mm. So I'm, I was at the point where I says, you know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want anything to happen to it. So I decided that this was the year that I was going to retire it anyhow, and it, it worked out perfect. Uh, no yeah. way. Wow. There you go. That's cool. That's it, awesome. It, that's pressure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hunt a lot with your grandfather, Dan? Was that kind of what, you know, as you're sitting yeah. there with this, it, this, this brings back those memories? Yeah, me and him hunted, I mean, mostly during gun season. He was just a, a rifle hunter. My dad was more into bow hunting, but yeah. my grandpa, every season we would hunt together. You know, from the time that I... Like I said, I was maybe five or maybe even a little younger than that. Ever since then, I was hunting with him on all the rifle seasons. And that was the gun you would use with him? That's the gun that he used. He used. Until, he used okay. Yeah, he yeah. used it until I uh, until he gave it up and I took it over. There, my My grandfather was a mechanic, and I spent a lot of time with him. And you know, he's he passed away. He and gave you his uh, eleven millimeter wrench. Yeah, I got a lot of his like like <laughs> garage stuff. That's a good one. You know, yeah. and and there's times you know where I'll I'll be in the garage, you know, messing around or something, and you just hear, you know, you you, you see something, you pick up that tool or whatever in your case a gun, and you can you can still hear him talking did you, know? you second guess yourself yep. like you picked up the wrong one because he would let you know <laughs> yeah that's what i hear it's, it's crazy <laughs> that you, the, those memories just kind of yeah, are always with you i i guess i'm what i'm trying to say yeah so in in that instance though where You've already told yourself going into the season, this is this is the year because you're going to be hanging it up. You don't want anything to happen to the gun. You're going to retire it. But you you put in a couple hours before you got to pull a trigger, right? When this year or yeah. before that? This year. No. <laughs> oh, was it like really? first night? I had, I had everything planned out. I took I took um, the first. Uh, I had Saturday, Monday, Tuesday another Tuesday and a sat like I had like five days off that I had planned to hunt. Oh, you did it right. You were ready. And at eight o'clock on opening morning, I shot him. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no <laughs> kidding. Yep. There you go. Oh. Wow. Did anything feel different that morning? I, tr I try to, um, you know, you hear people say how they just, they had a strange feeling or something like that. And I try to replay those, those things back in my head after the fact. And I don't, I don't know if I could ever, you know, put my finger on it actually feeling any different. But I want to ask, in this case, did that morning feel something, like, did it feel special? Well, it, it did and it didn't. I I was hunting with my dad, 
and we were hunting actually in one of the shacks that my grandpa had built. Oh my! And we took it up. We took it up to our camp and put it up there. Um, and we we had planned on sitting there all day. So I had you elevated the his old shack basically. His yep. Yeah, we disassembled it where it was and then took it up to our camp and I built a platform and we put it up on top of it. Cool. That's awesome. This is ridiculous. Like, I kind of get... I know, like, when you go out, you spend some time in the woods, you have a spot, you have an idea of where you want to sit. Some people literally sit in the same place every year. And it's just, whether it's tradition or what, you just know... Whatever. I, I know guys that sit in the same spot and get a deer at seven thirty every year and I hate yep. their guts <laughs> the first day. And, and so but like so this is beyond special. Like I kinda get like the the deer tower that you installed in the woods is something in and of itself yeah. pretty special. I got yeah. some chills, like I mean guys check out this picture, you can yeah, see you were just looking at it. Yep. Yeah, and um it's a lot of work and a lot of time, and you pick out the special, the perfect spot to, to harvest a deer with with all this history, this drushal history. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's the drushal side. Yeah. Yep. And, and uh, you got, so it, it's, it's one thing just stacking up on another, dude. This is amazing. Yeah, everything, it, it, it all lined up to be really special this year. In the, in the picture caption, Dan, I think you... You were wearing a couple things of your your pad. You had his hat or his uh, his jacket or something like yeah, that. Also. Jacket. Is, I, yeah, yeah. I, I every didn't know year I wear his jacket too. Yeah, that's great. That's cool. <laughs> Incredible. Is in uh, is this? Uh, have you gotten a buck before? Oh yeah, I've I've killed quite a few bucks before. Sure, like archery and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 I've, well. I tell you what, I used to kill a buck every year until I met my wife. <laughs> oh, no. That's not an uncommon story from some of the couples that we've talked to that are friends of the show. Yep, absolutely. I think we may have talked about that. I think she told, she might have told yeah. us about that. And it, it, not because, I mean, they're both very competitive. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I know that. Like, they're very competitive. They go after each other pretty hard. Uh, she's, she's gunning for you. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what, uh, what you, you know, I, there's less. It doesn't matter if you're her husband or not. Yeah. There's less, uh, deer in the woods when she's around. <laughs> oh yeah. Actually this year she's got, she shot two bucks this year. Really? Yep. She shot one in New York and one in Pennsylvania. Some girls she's have a lot of luck. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Because this theme just keeps continuing, where we find these husband and wives that hunt together, and time after time again, it seems like the wives are out hunting the husband. Oh, yeah. Oh, she does. She does. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. When she got that, what did she call it, the lucky seven buck or something here? Yep, that was on Saturday. Yeah. That, that's actually the first time that we've ever both got bucks the same year. No that's, kidding. That's cool. Yep. Very cool. It was awful nice of her to let you do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. huh. uh, Dan, 
What we re- what I really want to talk about? I know you're uh, chomping uh, at the bit. Stevie. I'm really, and we're gonna we're gonna even delay that conversation a little bit. Oh man! Because why I originally, why we originally contacted Dan, was, you know, no December we've. We wanted to talk about waterfowl hunting, but it's really hard to do when you're smack dab in the middle of deer rifle season. season. All yeah. things deer. Yeah, all things deer. But we're we're able to get the deer in. So are you guys satisfied now with with the deer hunting? Start. We have, I want to see you your eyes. Why are you wanting okay. to migrate to a different topic? I want to migrate to a different <laughs> topic. That was very nice. Say that was silky smooth transition there, but that's why well, he gets paid the yeah. big bucks. I hear yeah. that, Dan. I'd like to to move into. I'd like to migrate into some snow goose hunting talk. We have never really talked in any great detail with anyone. Uh, I think we have somewhere near uh, 1.2 million episodes out. Roughly. Uh, roughly. Give or take. Give or and take. Counting. And if we yeah. don't, we should. Uh, yeah. It seems like it. But we've got a lot of episodes, and we've never really dove deep into Check snow them episodes. Hunting. So I, I think we touched on a little bit with Ariel. I'd like to go even, you know, even deeper into that with you and, and just get an idea for what what goes into a snow goose hunt? Because it looks like there's a lot. Like there's a lot of work that has to happen. How how long you been snow goose hunting? This this season will be our second season that we're doing it ourselves. We've been okay going with people and you know like guided trips really? for a few years now, but this will be our second season doing it ourselves. So a recent uh, significant investment in decoy, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah what, what's the deal uh, yeah. with snow? Like, what why, is the deal? Why, why are they? I, I don't want to say what's what's so special about them, but like, why why isn't everybody shooting piles of snow geese every winter? They are a very difficult bird. <laughs> um, they ju- they have a mind of their own. It's sometimes they'll come down. Sometimes they won't. It's just something that i can't even explain <laughs> so they're they're migrating from up north somewhere i i would assume right yeah whenever this we're hunting them kind of right ways. now yes right now they're they're migrating south but usually whenever i chase them it's whenever they're migrating back north, north. okay they're on reverse migration okay are the seasons uh different like is there a a a migrating season and a reverse migrating season yeah there's a regular season and it usually runs till the end of february Mm -hmm. and then right as soon as that ends it starts the conservation season which is whenever they're heading back north what's different about the conservation season the regular season you're not allowed to use electronic calls and um I think that's really it for Pennsylvania. But okay. in the, the conservation season, you're allowed to use electronic calls. So it, I think what what uh, makes it a little bit different is when you have the fronts and the snow and the yeah. frozen, you know, everything's kind of migrating south Yeah, as things freeze. As the water locks up. As the water locks, so they say, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the 
ducks. The ducks fly. <laughs> fly. You know that Together. I'm saying. You know, or the geese. So the, the geese, geese are flying. They're coming south and they're looking for food. Sure. They're looking at things that aren't, you know, they can get into some water, fresh water and whatever. So on the way back, it's like they're all coming back. All at once. Yeah. And it's, gotcha. I think it's yeah. a different... Is, number it's a different level well, what's yeah. the in pennsylvania dan what what was the limit last year for snow geese like the it's 25 in pennsylvania that's a lot of geese like a season no a day a day holy buck. whoa <laughs> i didn't get me on some of that yeah that's what the, you that's, bucky well, what that's why i've been we better get so excited jobs about this because it's yeah Stevie for, pay for Could ammunition you imagine how how much Ammunition. How many boxes of shells <laughs> oh. it would take so, oh. for me to get 25? Log- logistically, though, I mean, are we, because I have no idea, are we in a flyway where we're going to see a lot of snow? I know there's a lot of Canadian or Canada goose hunting in the area, Yeah, but I don't see a lot of snows, right? Is that a thing here, or oh. do we got to travel? Oh, not where, to, yeah. Where you guys are at, you're pretty close to them. Really? Oh, yeah. I just don't pay yeah, attention. Yeah, you do. Uh, no, no, there, and there's not a ton where you are. Honest to goodness, like it, it's ten miles east. Okay, you know, or, or twenty miles east, and you're gonna see a difference. They're following the river up, pretty close to the river. There's a refuge that they, a lot of them go to. Not all of them, but but a lot of them go to Middle Creek Refuge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. It's. Uh, just east of Hershey, PA. Yeah, I mean, it's 10 minutes from here probably, right? Yeah. You'll see them from time to time in Hershey. You'll see them here in E-Town. Okay. But, yeah. you know, but you don't always see them, in, like, west of us. Do, just, do you guys know. travel for them, Dan? Yeah. My wife and I, we, we travel all the way. We're in western Pennsylvania. Yeah. We travel all the way out to Hershey to, to hunt them. Really? Yeah, it's we like okay. to stop in. Do you guys get hotels? Uh, last year we were staying in the trailer. You know you have. I mean, I know your wife knows that she has eight best friends. Yeah. Just just down the road. <laughs> the, the, some of us live like, like five minutes just from down the road. Like yeah. not and even they have joking. Huh? They have shotguns. And they have shotguns? And Multiple. licenses and federal tags. Yeah, bud. <laughs> I'm just saying. All I'm yeah. saying yeah. is I'm just saying. Just 25. saying. You know some guys. I, you know, Think about this for this next time that you come around and not tell us. And I do want to apologize because, Stevie, you, were, could, you still can't get over the 25-a-day limit. And I kind of missed your uh, your point you were making is how many cases of shells is it going to take you yeah. to put down 25 I, birds? It's going to be a lot. <laughs> Here's the thing. Better though. start another shift I'll, at the glass factory. <laughs> <laughs> One of the limiting factors is is that we, have, we can only use three shots. Yes. At a time. Yeah, he's got a lot of ollies in him. Yeah, if yeah. you have eight, if you have eight guys, I got eight that's guys twenty-four feed shots. Me a gun. <laughs> feed me a new yeah, gun. You just you hand me a gun. I'll just keep cycling through them. Bless your heart, <laughs> Dan. Is hunting snow geese much different than hunting uh, Canadian geese? Yeah, it's a lot different. It um, is. Yeah, usually we don't put out nearly as many decoys for Canada's. Um, you know, around. 
Well, on this side of the state, we're usually running only, I don't know, five dozen at the most. And then whenever we chase snows, right now my spread, it's uh, 70 dozen. Whole 70, 70 dozen? Dozens? Yeah, dozen. <laughs> dozen. How, How does that happen? No wonder you're sleeping in a trailer. Oh, man. I mean, you got to start three days you're ahead hauling, time. You're hauling a heck of a trailer just to get that many decoys out here. Yeah, it for it, usually it's just Ariel and I, and it's about four hours worth of work. If you added another four guys to that, it's like ten minutes. That ten minutes. We yeah. have to, we go to Perkins yeah. for breakfast. I think there's a theme here, time. Dan. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, if he's not picking up on it, we're. I think what we're saying is, <laughs> we could at least put your decoys out for you. Yeah, let's make it happen. Yeah. Well. Um, I'll bring you some honey buns or something. Bucky what? makes yeah. a mean breakfast sandwich. I do some, uh, yeah, buck griddle. Yeah. Get going. You want some buck griddles? So I'm guessing if there's 70 uh, dozen, 70 dozen. Wow. That's, That's even hard to say. Yeah. Uh, th- I've that never kind heard of decoys. That so there's different, so cool. different kinds of decoys, right? You've got silhouettes and you've got the little ones that look like bags and some that have the spinning wings. Stevie would bring his yep. Walmart bags. His Walmart bags. It works. Yeah. I've heard. Right. Oh yeah, that's a it's a significant spread, and you're putting all this stuff out at zero dark thirty. Right, you're getting out aye, aye, way aye. early. Yep, usually two three in the morning. Who is is the worst weather the best for hunting snow geese? I've found the you guys especially get more wind than we do, but the higher the wind, the better that I've found, but not too much like usually about under 20 mile an hour wind is just about perfect just when, under 20 why, yeah why do you think that is um they don't like to fly in the the, the strong wind they yeah. like to get down the feed and then it it helps them key in on where they want to land it it's it's easier for you know to, to get them into the kill hole with a stronger wind. So are you in like a, a, a blind or, or are you just laying on the ground covered? Like what, how do you, how do you set up for these in a field in a near lake? So we set up in fields and basically the upwind side of the decoy spread is where you want to take all of your decoys and clump them up real close together. Okay. And that's okay. Yes. And that is where, um, the heavy feeding is, and that is where we lay in white suits. Oh. And then basically right at our feet, we have, we open up a little bit of a hole, which we call the kill hole. And then from there downwind, we just kind of open it up a little bit more spread. There's a lot more space between the decoys. And snow geese, they call them greedy birds because they, um... Can we call Stevie they... greedy bird, too? <laughs> <laughs> greedy bird. Greedy bird. bird. <laughs> Sorry, Stevie, I couldn't resist. No That's why you should see him at dinner. Like, I mean, he's just, <laughs> Get out of my way. <laughs> greedy bird. Greedy here. bird's here. The snow geese are basically the same thing as they... Whenever they come flying into a field, they see that 
that big tight group yeah. and that's where they want to land they uh, want to be they want to jump ahead and get to the food before the other birds get there that makes sense and that makes a perfect spot for us to lay in white underneath all the decoys so, so we're basically using the decoys as a blind and i was okay. i was actually thinking I, I was almost going to ask the question do you still lay in a white suit if there's no snow on the ground but i guess the reality there is you look just like more geese yeah. if you're laying in a yeah. white suit. So, Bucky, yeah. With Bucky's beard, he looks like a speckled belly. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even need to go out there and put that white coat on. Now, now, Dan, from the little that I know about snow geese, you want pretty much as many decoys as you can find, right? Pretty much. They're greedy now, birds. When you guys are putting out decoys, like how many decoys are you really putting out? 70 dozen? 70, 70 dozen. All of them. <laughs> The whole trailer. And is like, is there like a set, like... 70 dozen. <laughs> no, have you found like that there's like a set, like almost minimum that you have to have? Or is it just like, you know, as many decoys as you can get out there, you just throw them out there? Um, I've hunted with guys that have had more and I've hunted with less. We've killed snow geese with less. I've killed snow geese with a, do- a dozen. Really? Um, yeah, it's just... If you're in the field that they want to be in, okay. I I have to say this. I've uh, experienced some snow goose action, like in. Uh, it's like Canadian goose hunting on steroids, and and in, in our area, I can I have sure. to quantify by you know in our area. Yeah, it's like the the numbers are generally more, and when. <laughs> They come around and they start that vortex, and they're honking like they do. It is the loudest. Really? Like you're, you have no control over your adrenaline at that point. Like that, it's all. It is what's so loud, and it's it's just, and they're just circling in this kind of crazy vortex, and some of them start to cut like. Dan, can you corroborate any of this? Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. I mean, have you guys ever gone to Middle Creek and seen them like drove drove through the the refuge? No. I've seen video and stuff yeah, from Middle Creek. We that's, never that's go far there. It's yeah, it's um. Oh, you got to go. It's it's something to see. <laughs> you guys have been holding out on me. It's not that far. We should. T- we should yeah, that's take, what I'm talking about. We should take a these, field trip. Yeah. These guys, I've been begging for snow geese and oh, well, no, no I mean, based geese. off the video footage and stuff I saw, Stevie, you and I might actually be able to hit a couple. That's what I'm talking about, Man, bud. You need, to, you need to start throwing your lead or steel shot, I guess. You need to start throwing your steel Check shot. Your Check, Check those Check regs. Yeah, he's at bunches of birds like that. This isn't yeah. water fed. Well, Ryan's never claimed to be a duck hunter, no. or a goose hunter, or a not at all waterfowl anything. I remember the days with sea water duck fed. hunter. But yeah, throwing throwing it at uh, one or two sea ducks coming in at a time is yeah. That's looks one like thing. this is gonna be a little more fun. Uh huh. Oh uh-huh. yeah. Uh, do you call a lot, Dan? Nope. I use an electronic call. How's that work? Um, just like a, it's, it's like a Aerosmith. Aerosmith says, just push play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, I have an MP3 player from a company called Snows Down Low. Yeah. And I, and uh, it hooks up to a speaker, and that's, I just, I 
play the tracks that are on the MP3. What's different about? Like, are there different calls for them, or different? Yeah, there's. Like, what, what determines what track you play? Um, I usually try to s- switch it up. If you know, whenever they start flying over, I'll try like the ones called Feeding Frenzy. I'll try it for a little bit, and if they don't, if they if they don't want to come down and look, I'll switch it up and change it to a different track that's on the MP3. This sounds like a lot of fun. I knew it. I knew you, it. You knew it. You knew, I knew it. I these knew guys it are holding out on you. Yeah. I think you would be DJ Snow Goose. I like would you be. Freaky, freaky. <laughs> I'd, I'd be yeah. mixing it all up. It'd be like a <laughs> da- field oh, dance party oh, oh, out yeah. there. Hold on, hold on, Dan, That's does good. it ever make sense to have like multiple speakers playing like different tracks, or is it you just more of like uh, you're just trying different stuff? Like yeah, some some guys do. They'll they'll play different tracks through, on different speakers, but I just have one for right now. Okay. Well, I'll give you afford another speaker system if you have seventy, 70 dozen, dozen, dozen decoys, decoys. in a trailer. <laughs> Well, and, yeah. and I guess that Santa that speaks to uh, the Uncle need Santa. to use an MP3 player and to use a speaker system like that. Like, if you get, let's say the you know four of us showed up to hunt with them, you got six little white bodies sitting in the middle of seventy dozen decoys. Even if we were all expert goose callers, right? You couldn't make enough noise for yeah. it to sound realistic. I would so it exactly. makes sense. I wouldn't think so. That's why you're running electric calls. That that actually makes a lot of sense now that I've thought about it. Do, do they Wrapping honk different minds. than? Yeah. Does, is the honk sound different than Canadian? Yeah, it's not in Canadian. Uh-huh. Yeah. So if you picture <laughs> the the Canadian hey, goose, hey, you guys beat me to hey. it. I was gonna go honk honk. Hey, they hey. just honk, not a whole whack of honks. <laughs> That's a whole whack of honks. Oh yeah, that's a Wisconsin goose. Oh no! <laughs> Speaking of Wisconsin, uh huh. We're gonna. Yeah, shift I gears. love that cheese. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're gonna shift gears at it because we're we're nearing the end of our of our time here with Dan. And I one. Oh, of the I know where you're going now. When we talked with Ariel, you know, this is it's been a while. It's a while back that we talked with Ariel. But w- one of the stories she told us was about Dan. Oh yeah, and wrestling ice a fishing. Yes. No, not wrestling a badger. I don't. No, think, no, I don't remember the badger wrestling. Ghost but was he doing Wim Hof? He was. Yeah, I don't think intentionally. Not by choice. So, ice bath therapy, Dan. Can you? <laughs> oh no! Tell us a little bit because this. Uh, uh, that's and, crazy. And, and how many times total? Yeah. So for for the people that don't know what we're talking about, Dan is a very avid ice fisherman a great ice fisherman i, I you know what and it's unfair and i hate to say it i want to i'm gonna get really aggressive do it but i will it is so unfair can you put that knife down before you keep yeah, being yeah, aggressive yeah, please <laughs> I, i'm a, i like that you guys better tell you about this knife you did that underhill forge Once. underhill forge knife anyway to to say that dan is one thing to say that the drushal Family is one thing. It's just—it's hilarious yeah. to me. Oh, he's an avid ice fisherman. Oh, he likes quite snow the understatement. It is like this dude. Anyway, yeah, I—it's funny whenever you 
You can't pigeonhole. No. Or Canadian. You can't pigeonhole a Drusha. I've been saying that for you years. Can't, you you can't true. snow goose, goose a, hole. Goose hole them. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. All right. They're, hey. not, they're not greedy birds. That's for sure. <laughs> anyway. So I, ice fishing, Dan. I, we're, we're just just start talking about it. Just start talking because it's who knows where we're gonna. How did you this. start, and when was the first time you fell? Yeah. How did you, did you fall for ice fishing? Well, I first got into it. Actually, my grandpa, my mom's uh, dad, he's the one that got me into ice fishing. And same oh, thing. Wow. I was very young whenever I started, and that's something that we would do together. And that was he. He would do the tip-ups yeah. and fish for bass, and that was kind of boring. So <laughs> I kind of, I kind of picked up. Especially when it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> but I kind of picked up uh, going for panfish kind of on my own. Yeah. We used to not catch very much. <laughs> Bless his heart. I, I've caught one bass ice fishing in my life. And, really? Yeah. Yeah, one. I've never caught a bass ice really? fishing. They look different, and uh, they look a lot different in, in the winter. I don't. They almost look sick. You ever notice that, Dan? Like it's all they're all pale. pale. It's the one. Yep. The one that I caught was real pale and just. <laughs> Maybe that one was sick. Steve. It could have been. I caught the one sick bass in the lake. <laughs> so, tell us about falling through. Is this. How do you deal with that? How do you deal with that? Actually, I would like to to explore the first time that you fell through the ice because I'm guessing it's probably something that you learn from, uh, and, and maybe you can <laughs> you can gain some knowledge from an experience. That's like so, the guy that's got struck by lightning eighteen times. Eighteen right. times he knows how to handle himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just another. <laughs> just happens. No, but that first time out, like, how did that actually happen? Um, I. I can't even remember the first time. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> there's been quite a few times that I've fallen through the ice. Because he went unconscious hey, that Amnesia. <laughs> Hypo-amnesia. Uh, yeah. What goes um, through your mind? Like, I, it's killing me. Well, every, they say it's like a trap door falling out from underneath you, but yeah. I, I don't really think that. It's it's a lot more slow motion than that. Uh, um Basically, the the thing that I try to tell everybody is just stay calm, stay calm, and throw your arms out. Because <laughs> usually, usually you can catch yourself on the ice ledge before your head goes under the ice. Oh, did that happen to you? Did your head yeah. go under? No, I've never had my head go oh, under. That would be the part where I. Mm. That's not the it. part. Yeah. The part is the thing that Bucky just had surgery above. Well, I just yeah, yeah. suck him right on in. The hardest part is getting past the marbles. You know what I'm saying? I think gravity's <laughs> taking care of that. Yeah, you, you're not but the, the whole But line. there's a reflex not, like, for you to suck in as well, to take that final breath when you hit that water, too. And a lot of times you get a lot of water into your lung at that point, too. That's why cold water immersion is a, not a good thing. Did yeah. you experience that, Dan? Um... I can't say that I have it. I believe it goes away once you acclimate to that water temperature. Um, but that that's 
That's when you get hypothermia. Man, acclimate. Like, so no, you, there's a point where you get, it's not as cold. I mean, if you, the how long are you staying in there? This is not like getting, like dipping your legs in the you, water before you're you in get the middle in the of a lake or whatever on the how side of the thing. How long it takes I, you to get out? I think to Dan's point is the idea of remaining calm, getting your arms out so your head doesn't go under. Yeah. So you, you don't you don't immediately start clawing at the ice and trying to get out right away. I think give I give yourself a second. I, I don't think I got it in me to to just chill out there. Wow, chillax. Yeah, no pun intended. And I yeah, <laughs> I, I did. Did you have some kind of <laughs> special training on this before it happened the first time? It sounds Dan? like Dan's a pretty chill no. guy anyway. Yeah, that, uh, that's true. He's an ice diver. <laughs> no, I. Try, trial and error. <laughs> God bless you. There you go, Stevie. You want to be good at falling through the ice? I don't want to be good at falling through the well, ice. Well, if you want to learn how to get yourself out of falling through the ice, you got to oh, fall through the ice. I'd feel safer if you knew what it was like. No! <laughs> See, well, how, a rope on how, you first. How thick was it when you fell through? Do you, do you know that much? Uh, Well, the last time that I fell through, there was... Probably five inches of ice, but we found a spot that there must have been an underground spring or something. Like and a it creek was, or something. Yeah. yeah, something underneath the ice, and it made it a lot less thick. That'll happen uh, to you. What's, what's your... What's your gen, I know everybody has their own kind of guidelines. What's your general rule for safe ice? Um. For, well, for me, I, I go out on two, but that's you not safe. You might want to increase that number. <laughs> but yeah, Dan, I I think we found out why Dan falls through the yes. ice. <laughs> do you do you have the suits and everything like that? That I do. This is actually the first year that the at the end of the last ice season, I finally got a striker suit. Yeah, those are and sweet. If I've ever talked I, to anybody who needed one, it yeah. sounds like you needed one, yeah. bud. I'm glad you got yeah. one. Yeah. So when you're going when you're going out when it's two inches, this is you know early ice. Obviously, is, is fishing? How is fishing early ice compared to when it's you know when you got two inches versus twelve inches or eight inches, ten inches, something you know, much later on in the year for you? Nerve wracking. Other yeah. than being nerve wracking, three advance <laughs> compared to none. <laughs> He, I don't think he needs out of there. Oh, not Dan. I mean, for me, that's the difference. Oh. <laughs> Bucky lives better living through pharmaceuticals. Well, only like <laughs> that I would need to. I don't like to take pharmaceuticals, but to get me out on two inches of ice, yeah, you would need to. Oh, it's not that bad. He's small farmer. He's not big farmer. No. I've been on two inches, Bucky, and I'm a big boy. I, God bless you. I'll wait till it gets four and I'll be out. So let me ask the question again. Four, four is advised. <laughs> So early ice fishing versus middle of the season ice fishing, Dan. How how does that uh, how does that? If you guys could let him answer, that'd be even better. <laughs> A lot of the times, whenever it's early ice, I'll fish shallow, like for bass. Um, how shallow? Like shallow, like three feet, six. What do you feet? mean, how shallow? Yeah, what's, what's shallow? Shallow. That's three to six feet. it's like so, like near the Lady bank. Gaga. Yeah, and Bradley Cooper. That is shallow. Yeah, three to six feet usually is all the deeper that I'll go early ice. Yeah. Huh. And uh, it seems like, uh, at least around here, 
like whenever we'll, I'll go out early, the, the bass and the pike, they'll all be up into the shallows. Um, and that's a lot of the times early ice, they'll, they'll really be hitting. You're, you're jigging for those something I would imagine, right? Yeah. I'll run tip ups and I'll jig as well. What, what do you like to jig? Um, a lot of the, (laughs) we've caught a lot of big bass on our Widowmaker lures jigs. Yeah. Those are something else. Yeah. Just a jig and a little, a little like a wax worm or a little piece of plastic and we'll catch bass on that. When you throw a minnow on there, what do you expect to see then to show up? Cause, um, bass and then I've, we've, I've caught a pretty big crappie with that too. Yeah. My man. Oh boy. Here we go. Fuck Saturday, crappy talk. You, <laughs> Bucky was Scotty Pippen and you were Michael Jordan. Cause he, he laid it up for you and you slammed it. Yeah. <laughs> Bam! If that was the only fish Bucky could ever catch, he'd be. I'd be happy. He'd be happy. He'd be crappy. He'd be, be crappy. crappy. <laughs> <laughs> I would be crappy. <laughs> happy with crappy. Speaking of happy, yeah, but go on, Buck. I I hate to do this. What's that? Don't, <laughs> don't do it, do it then. Well, Don't be that guy. I want to ask him a question though. Okay. Well, go and, for it. And until we can get to that point in the show, I can't ask him this question. Oh, you got one oh, of those questions. Is it that time of the show? Up. Yes, oh. it is that time of the show, guys. Well, thanks for slow rolling the fast five bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Holy That's not an oxymoron. <laughs> I had to think that one through, Kyle. You I did. Just, <laughs> I just did. I just slow rolled the whole thought process there. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. You'll do that. We reserved the last of the show uh, with something we called the Fast Five. There are five questions. Mm-hmm. There are no wrong answers. But we'll tell you if they're wrong. You know we will. <laughs> and um, give us the be- the answer that comes off the top of your head. Uh, first thing. First thing. We're going to do these Fast Five, but I'm going to throw in a new twist this week and go in reverse what? order with the questions. because well, I didn't pre-approve that. this. Hold on. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm just spitballing on the fly here because this is my favorite question to ask. All right. Oh. Go ahead. I'll allow it. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Overruled. Dan, Sustained. what makes you happy? Um... Having a flock of snow geese come down into my decoys. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Uh, On a crisp February morning as the sun's coming up over there. That would be fun. (laughs) That was a haiku. Yeah. WWE haiku. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What that little ambiance. Oh, my. Next question, Dan, is what's one thing you can't live without in the outdoors? I'll say the Weather Channel app. <laughs> oh, nice. yeah. that's a good that's one. A, that's a valid point, that's sir. That's a new one. That's a new one. Yeah. I was going to say. Wind direction, wind speed. If it's going to rain or snow, that makes a big difference. <laughs> and I'm going to go out on a limb here and guess, but that's not just for your snow goose hunting, right? You're you're talking deer that's hunting every, and everything. Trout fishing. Trout fishing. Ice fishing. Yep. Perfect. Kyle, I think you're up. All right. Well, to keep with the trend here, Dan, what's on your bucket list? That was mine. Well, we're going to reverse reverse. We weren't. Every really. other reverse. Bucky just stole a question. He said reverse, but he stole a question. That's what he did. <laughs> we're going to talk about this next week. I'll hear about this on Sunday. Well, go ahead, Dan. 
Um, my bucket list, I'd like to shoot a bear with a flintlock in oh. Pennsylvania. Holy bucket. That's intriguing. That is epic. It sure I is. I got chills again. Yeah. You have a spot yeah. picked out? I we we right tried in the shoulder, year, but we couldn't. <laughs> Technically, center of mass on a bear. On a bear, yeah. Uh, but that doesn't make for as good a joke. Yeah, sorry, 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 Dan. I interrupted you. You're right. Uh, yeah, we tried it this year, but uh, just couldn't seem to find one during that early muzzleloader season. I'm glad Pennsylvania did that this year. Yeah, that was that is yeah, cool. That was be pretty, pretty sweet. Pretty neat. Yeah. All right, Dan, question number four. What's one thing you do daily to prepare for your outdoor lifestyle? I'm going to say drive. Uh, anytime that I'm driving, I'm looking out the window for geese or deer or anything. That's a good that's, answer. That's actually a great answer. My wife gives me a hard time constantly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm watching the side hills as much as I'm watching the road in front of me. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I'm oh, like, boy. if I start swerving, then you can talk. But otherwise, I'm like, I got this. Yeah. I love long trips with like four hunters in the truck. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just, it's a contest. So you can see them first. I think it's funny, though. Like, this is the fun. Everybody, there is that. There's that competition where mm-hmm. there's dudes that are really care about it and pay attention. Mm-hmm. And you can tell the guy who's not exactly a, a super hunter. Okay. Because he's not switched in, and you're like, did you not see that 10 deer that just was sitting on the top? What 10 deer? I didn't see him. No, I didn't see him. Anyway, that was my... But it's funny to have that. You guys lost me. Well, you can start to see who's a good hunter. Uh, Stevie. Oh, all right. So I blacked out. That's why we make Stevie drive, so the rest of us can look out the window. (laughs) That's a good answer, Dan. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Also, I have a number five... Oh, yeah. I'm so lucky to have this question. It's a good one. Rounding it out. What's your favorite movie, Dan? Um, I don't watch too many movies, but I'm going to say my favorite movie is probably Super Troopers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's nice. a good one. Uh, All right, meow. <laughs> yeah. Meow. You're not kidding. <laughs> You're not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Dan, that's a good one. Do you drink coffee? Right, man. Yeah, you do. So yep. if you could hang on the line here for a few minutes, we got to get some information off of you. We're going to send you over some stuff from our friends at Duck Blind Coffee Company. They're so generous. They are. We want you to migrate over to a better cup. And for That'd folk, be great. Yeah, and for folks at home, you can go to duckblind.online to get mm-hmm. yours. Get you some. Go get it. All right, Dan, thank you very much. Well, Dan, is, uh, uh, remind thanks, everybody again where they can find you and keep an eye on what you and Ariel and everybody got going on. Um, my Instagram, it's ddruschel, D-R-U-S-C-H-E-L, 34. And then my wife, Ariel, it's she underscore hunts underscore pen underscore Ohio. Boom. And awesome. and New York now apparently we're hearing yeah, about yeah. all this New York. Yeah, she's gonna add New York now. Yeah, yeah. Well, place. change that she, handle. Yeah, that's she, good. She just like, change it to Mid Atlantic. Yeah, Mid Atlantic woman. She hunts tri-state area. <laughs> <laughs> she, she hunts everywhere. 
Yeah. Uh, it's awesome, Dan. Thank you so much for your time tonight, bud. It's a great time talking to you. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Thanks, guys. Hey, and Dan, you got to you know, hook up with us here soon. That'd Please. be great. Snow goose thing's going to happen. Especially when you're in our area. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like to help. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Yeah, we'd awesome. Glad, gladly do that. Very, um, very cool. Guys. Yes, sir. Where can they find us? Well, I'll tell you where they can find us, but first, I need Stevie yeah. I'm here, to, bud. to tell me a little bit about this month's other sponsor. I'd love to. This month is also brought to you in part by Miser Creative, LLC. Rutten River Pursuits podcast is a production of Miser Creative, LLC, and if you're interested in starting your own podcast or if you need help creating video content for social media, look us up. Give Will an email at will at ruttenriverpursuits.com for more information or pricing options. I do love that Miser Creative. It's good stuff. So, Will, I, keep I, the lights think, on. Yep. I think I'm ready to answer your question now. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to answer it by saying, Pucky. Yeah. Where can folks find us? Everybody can find us at, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, the, all the socials, if you will, at Rutten River Pursuits. On the YouTubes, they can find us at Rutten River Pursuits Podcast. Podcast. And, of course, as always, on the internet at RuttenRiverPursuits.com. And don't forget, you can download this episode and all our episodes at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. That a boy, Bucky. Not bad. Woo, not Love bad. it. Not bad. Maybe it's the pills talking, but that was <laughs> good. Well, Either way, we'll take it. Well played, boys. Rig them weaveless. <laughs> that was not a great episode. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Later. Peace. See it. Rig them weaveless. <laughs>